Hey guys, I'm Coach Michael Bird, the Super Coach. Every week, coming into your life, multiply your life, multiply your money, multiply your business. And today on Super Coach, I'm going to talk to you about getting started, about not despising small beginnings, about seeing something through to its logical conclusion, about being patient with the process versus one cotton candy versus real satisfaction. So today's topic on Supercoach, don't despise the small beginnings. We're going to have some fun. Come on back on Supercoach. Hey guys, this is Coach Michael Burt. I am so glad you joined me for Super Coach. I believe a good coach can change your life. I believe a good coach will have conversations with you you don't want to have. Make you do some things you don't want to do. Help you become something you didn't think you could become. You see, you can't see the picture when you're inside the frame. You can't reach your own potential without the help of another person helping you break through those ceilings of success. I'm Coach Michael Burt, and I'm going to find the kryptonite in your life, and I'm going to do it on this show, Super Coach. Hey guys, welcome to Super Coach. Hey, I'm only running an hour behind. I know I was supposed to start at 4.30 today, but we had lots of things going on. Looks like we got all kinds of folks. Peter O'Neill. Look at look at my man, Peter O'Neill. Leo Martinez, Christy Morgan, Ivan, Kaylee Finn, Kristen Stayback, Stephen Walker. What's up, everybody? Every, t- every single Tuesday, I come into your life, multiply, life, money, business. And every week, I'm looking for a topic that I think will, stretch, will, will scratch a, a nerve. And, and one thing I was thinking about is not long ago, I was frustrated. I was irritated with something. Something was not going the way I wanted it to go. It wasn't going the, the, the way, the, as, as fast as I wanted it to go. And that morning I was reading some of the Bible and, and, and I came across Zechariah where it talked about, uh, do not despise small beginning, that the Lord rejoices in the beginning, in a start. And for you out there in the world, this is one of the biggest things that I see is that we want it right now. We want success right now. And I call that cotton candy. The The price must be paid and the process must be followed. The process is just as important as the product. It's the law of sowing and reaping. We always reap what we sow more than we sowed it for longer than it was sown. And so a lot of people look at something a business, or they look at an idea, or they look at a dream, and they will not get started, okay? Because 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 they say, well, it'll take too long. It'll cost too much. It'll be too hard. Somebody else has already done it. And so here's what I'll tell you. Everything that's big in the world, I just interviewed a guy, Scott Lumley. We'll be putting that out there on my YouTube channel, who had a company doing $250 million. Everything starts small, and then it grows big. So what I would tell you is use your frustration to take action. Use your discontent to get off the fence. But here's the here's the big thing. Don't start on day one and expect it to be where it is in year 10. And if there's anything that frustrates me more at, more, more than anything as a coach, it's that people that, that will not see a process through to its conclusion. More, so they just won't even start. And uh, so I'm here to encourage you. Uh, if you watch my video on YouTube about not despising small beginnings, I was in Knoxville, Tennessee. We have Monster Producer there. It's gotten up and gotten going, but it was going a little bit slow. I'm not getting the number of people that I initially wanted in the program. It's been harder to go into a new market than I anticipated. And so I woke up frustrated. Frustration is just misguided enthusiasm. 
It's just something on the inside that wants to come out, but you don't know how to get it out. And so I'm out walking that morning, and, I, and I'm being reminded of this. Don't despise small beginnings. Rejoice in the start of something. Okay, my buddy Matt Manera always says uh, that, that mama was not telling the truth when she said the first step is the hardest. It's not the first step that's the hardest. It's step two and three and four. It's the resolve to keep going. It's the resilience to see it through to its logical conclusion. But here's the part. Some people ain't even got started, right? Marty Luffman, Tom Love, Jeremy Modley, okay? So for you, here's what I want to encourage you today. You're sitting on the fence on something. I got pages and pages and pages of notes, of ideas, concepts. But but to get to two, you first got to get to one, Right? To get to one, you first got to get off zero. You got to quit worrying about how long it's going to take, how much it's going to cost. Do I have the stick? Do I not? You got to quit getting caught up in cotton candy, microwave world. And so I want you to know the difference between inspiration and motivation. Inspiration is where I, where an idea has a hold of me. And man, it is trying to get me to take action. Okay. Motivation is where I have a hold of the idea and I am going to see that idea through to its logical conclusion, okay? So the one thing that's holding you up could be your inertia. It could be your excuses. It could be the fact that somebody else told you not to do it. It could be the fact that you failed in the past. There's something that is holding you up so you don't even start. When I come back in segment number two, I'm going to show you how I started this business Okay, and and where I started with less than seventy five hundred bucks, no lines of credit, no loans, no investors, and I just went in there every day and I made a decision to start. And it was one of the scariest things I had ever done, and the most exhilarating things I've ever done at the same time because I was comfortable. I was in a job with good money and good benefits and insurance, and I left that to get started. On the other side of being scared is a deeper intimacy. On the other side of being scared is a much bigger level. On the other side of letting go of a safety net it is true greatness, guys, because once you get rid of that safety net, you know what you'll do? You will find a way to make it work. When we come back, I'm going to break down the beginning of something and what you're going to face, the resistance you're going to face, the own self-doubt you've got in your mind. So let me give some kryptonite, Jack, to get them out of here this first segment. Kryptonite is the one thing holding you back, right? The task seems too big, so you won't even get started. Here's this. Peter Till wrote a book called From Zero to One. Okay, From Zero to One. And and for some people, I can't get you off zero. Okay, what what is it? There's something you want to start. There's something you want to do. There's a place you want to go. There's people you want to meet. But I just can't get you started. Everything big started small. Do not despise Small beginnings. Come on back in segment two, and I'm going to talk about all the resistance you face, and most of it, my friends, is right up here. Come on back and watch Super Coach. Hey guys, this is Coach Michael Burke. You know what I'm holding in my hand? Yes, that's right. A little book that had some of the biggest impact of anything I have ever written, and it's called Person of Interest How to Become the Person Other People Want a Piece of and cannot live without. I believe money follows four things. It follows energy, it follows attention, it follows circulation, and it follows calculated activity. Just stop right now and think about the people who are producing at the highest levels in your market. Are they getting a lot of attention? 
because they become known or famous for something. They're renowned, they're celebrated. There's high buzz about them. Do they have good energy? Are they open? Are they inviting? Do they circulate and move? And do they have calculated and coordinated activity? The answer is yes. See, if you want to be a person of interest, you want to become a person that other people cannot live without. You are a must-have versus a nice-to-have. Until you get those four things going for you, you're not a person of interest. You're just a regular old normal person out in the world. And the world never follows anything normal. Here's what I tell you. Quality never goes on sale. Quality, you can't get, okay, the only thing you can get cheap is cheap things because quality never goes on sale. If you want to cheapen anything, just make it common. People of interest create remarkable results and they get lots of attention. I'm Coach Michael Burt, the Super Coach. Pick up a copy of Person of Interest. Come to my program, Monster Producer, and I'll show you personally how to drive up your POI score. Welcome back, Super Coach. Shout out to everybody out there watching us. Man, we're getting a lot of positive feedback on the Facebook Live. Tom Love, my friend, says his says his income has tripled since meeting me. I like talk, I like that right there, Tom Love. Look at all these folks. Leslie Dixon, Joe Hafner, Eric White, Shane Ray, the big kahuna. Doesn't have to be boring if you're not dealing with the big kahuna. Kahuna means expert, by the way. If you're not dealing with the big kahuna, just call Aloha.com. It doesn't have to be boring. My man's taken something incredibly boring, the heating and cooling business, and made it interesting. Call himself the big kahuna, the kahuna of comfort. Just call Aloha.com, one of my favorite monster producers out there pushing and shoving in the world. And here's the deal. He's just getting started. Guy wrote his own book. He got started. Okay? And and I was thinking when I was doing this show uh, today, I was thinking about all the times that I started something. When I was 18 years old, I wanted to be the head coach of Woodbury Grammar School. I had just three years of experience. I didn't have any background. I didn't have a resume. I went to the principal's office of Woodbury Grammar School, and I said, I'd like to be the head boys basketball coach of this school. Right, Clay Whitaker? And he said, we're not going to make you the head boys basketball coach. You're just a kid. Stats told me 7 to 15 touches. I went back every day for 14 straight days till I finally wore the guy down. And he said, you know what? We're going to make you the coach of this team. We're going to put an adult with you. Built my own office, coached. It was, it was a small beginning. But at, the, at that time, it was like I was coaching in the NBA. Every day in your current role is an interview for your next role. Every day in your current job is an interview for your next job. Every day with your current customer is an interview for your next customer. And so we put a banner up in there by winning a state championship. I go to Riverdale at 19 years old as a 19-year-old college student, and I start something new. I'm intimidated. I'm scared to death. I don't know anybody, but I got started. And I quickly begin to climb up the ranks because behind every great number one is a great number two. 22 years old, I walk into the principal's office of Riverdale. So I want to be the, the full-time basketball coach here. And, and I get started. 25, I'm out, I'm out in the world, and I write a book. That was a start, okay? It wasn't even a very good book, but at least I wrote it. I love when people give me counsel about my books, Jack, about how I misspelled something. I'm like, how many, bo- how many books have you written again, right? How, how many times have you, written, have you done this before, right? Because you give me counsel on something you ain't even— So one of the things I was going to tell you, the advice I was going to give you, is never take advice and counsel from other people who are not even in the arena, 
Never take advice and counsel from people who have given up on their own dreams, who have quit on something. Never take advice and counsel who won't even get started on something. They got a lot of advice for you. But, that, you, you know, my point is you write a book and then come give me counsel about writing books, right? You go out and give a presentation and give me counsel on it, okay? You start your own show. Don't despise small beginnings. So around 30, 31 years old, I'm at Riverdale. We have built a championship culture. That's another start, small beginnings. We were very bad my first year, my second year. Then we start getting better. And then I say, you know what, I'm going to retire and start something new, because I really felt like the Lord was calling me to something much bigger, a bigger play, a bigger arena. Uh, and, and so I'm sitting here at the peak of my career. I'm 31 years old. I've just won a championship. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm bored. It's time for me to start something else. So I go over here. And, and a lot of that success in coaching didn't even matter. See, see, this is another big mistake I see people make is they believe they're going to carry all of their experiences from here and they're going to go over here and it's all just going to transfer. Well, I started at zero. No customers, no lines of credit, no investors, no explanation of service, no selling system, no million dollar follow up, no, right? Just a few books. And in that very first year, I think we lost $35,000. It was a very meager start. And I remember being dejected about the number of hours that I worked compared to the amount of money that I made. And, and, and so here's what I said, man. Don't despise small beginnings. Rejoice in get, just getting started. Because you can't win until you get in the game. You can't win until you get in the arena. You can't, you can't go big if little got you. Right, Big Kahuna? Right, Clay Whitaker? You can't go big until you really get in there. And so for you... Will Webb said he's being called to something bigger. Hey, I know you are. Carrie Ann Sears being called to something bigger. Tom Farrell's being called to something bigger. You are being called to something bigger. The question is, will you get off the fence and go get started? So why don't we start? Because there's three brain abilities. Your own brain will create a vision. Okay? That that your own brain will then talk you out of the vision. <laughs> but the big time people transform those raw materials into something much bigger. And so for you, there's an area in your life that you just got to get started in, but but man, you're scared. And always remember this in transition, and I love teaching transition, because transition is the ending of something. And maybe that something is good, right, Kelly Lavender? Maybe that something is good, but 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 there's an ending of something. Then there's a period of what's called disorientation. Your equilibrium is off, right? Jack moved from Florida to Tennessee. You don't know anybody. You don't have any credibility. You're starting over. You're having to build your resume. You're you, right. There's a period of disorientation where, like, man, this is hard. Of course, it's hard because you're in a period of disorientation. But and during that period, your confidence is low, and you typically go back to old habits in new ways. Okay, it's very critical. But on the other side of that discomfort. When you get pushed out of the nest and you have to go out there and do it is where you push through and you find something that was way better than what you used to have, okay? But most people, what happens? They end something, they get disoriented, and they quit. What do they do? They go back. So always remember this. This may be the tweetable of the day. When we're low on confidence, we always go back to old habits in new ways, we always contract and retreat. We never expand because we're scared. 
Okay, we're scared. And here's what you're doing. You're wanting cotton candy. And there ain't no such thing as cotton candy. It melts in your mouth. See something through to its logical conclusion. See it through. Do you sit down and talk to an entrepreneur? Like I said, I had an interview here today that's about to come up. Anthony Capullo, who's about to move to Las Vegas and start something new. He's going to move to Vegas and he's going to get, he's going to get, he's going to get chewed up and spit out by some people. Okay. But, but at least he's got the guts to move across the country and get started. That, that's the point I want to make to you is I'm more interested in people who are scrappy, not cotton candy, but people will see it through. Okay. And I mean, I mean, take a, take, what's that old saying? Take a beat and keep on ticking or something like that. Take a beat and keep on kicking. I'm interested in people who will get back up not people who will retreat and contract when it gets uncomfortable, okay? So for you, the Bible tells us what what to do. Don't, Don't sit here and lament and worry about these small beginnings. What you should do is take, rejoice. Say, thank, say I'm thankful for this new opportunity. I'm, I'm interested in new opportunities. I know I'm going to get knocked down. See, I couldn't go from coaching and take all of my experiences over here to the entrepreneurial world and say, here I am, a championship coach. You, you know, here's what I'm worth. Didn't matter. People didn't care. I had to negotiate every single dollar I ever earned. I had to go out there and say, I'm going to fight through this because in my first year we lost money and I could have quit. And so what's the lesson for you today I want to end this show on? Is that is that remember the difference between inspiration and motivation. One, inspiration has a hold of you. It's trying to get you to act. Motivation is where you have a hold of it and you will not stop until you see it through. There's a number of people who are out there just sitting on the fence. You're in a static state. You're stuck, you're in a rut, you're bored, you're complacent, and you're scared. And you know why? Because I'm trying to push you to start, and you're fighting me and resisting me. Or you start, and you expect it to happen in a month. It's not going to happen in a month. It's not going to happen in three months. It's not going to happen in six months. We always reap what we sow more than we sold it for longer than it was sown. Okay? And so for you... If you fall into that category, let me just let me just give you some brutal honesty. Okay, this is a myth. Thinking that you're going to start something and it's going to be up and running in six months and it's going to be perfect. Look at the people who are successful. We're looking at years, hours of practice, recalibration, learning, failing, getting back up, disrupting, getting knocked down, failing. The guy I had in here today was was bankrupt multiple times. Right, had two hundred fifty million dollars of revenue. And he said, look, here's the big mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make. They believe that it's always going to work because it worked in the past. Everything works until it don't work anymore. But the topic, the topic of today's show, let me see some of the comments. What's up, Diane Higgins, Dale Trudgers, Catherine Cusack, Tammy Goodman. Okay. Here's, here's the real thing I want you to walk away with guys from today is what are you afraid of starting? Worst thing you can do is fail. Okay, right? Don't despise small beginnings. I remember when I first started speaking and I drove two and a half hours to speak at a leadership conference for $500 and there were two two seven-year-olds and a 10-year-old. That was my audience. And I'm like, what in the world am I going to talk to these kids about? I remember going to places where I spoke outdoors at carnivals where nobody was listening to me, and I drove two and a half or three hours. I remember getting on airplanes and flying to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to speak for free to a group of people that just didn't even like me at all. You know, and I was so mad and so frustrated. 
But you know what? You got to go through those things to figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing. You got to start. Let me give you some kryptonite to get you out of here. And if you're not in my coaching program, here's my question. Why not? Jack, somebody the other day said that they didn't like my podcast because they felt like they were being sold to all the time. And you know what I said? You are being sold. Sold on your own potential. Sold on million-dollar follow-up. Sold on getting engaged. Sold on, on if, if I can't help you grow your business, what, do you, what, what would you like for me to do, right? I'm like, some will, some won't. So what? Keep on moving. I am selling people on, on their future. Okay, here's your kryptonite. You met some early resistance. You, you got started. You didn't despise small beginnings. You actually got started. You met some resistance to your ideas and therefore have retreated and contracted. And if that's you, I'm going to give you a little dose right here, guys. This is part of the ball game. Get knocked down, get back up. Get knocked down, get back up. Tired, exhausted, blood, sweat, tears. If you believe in your ideas, you've had some revelation, you got some conviction, and you're taking action. If you really have that, then you got to just take the first step. But mama, I know mama's watching the show. Matt Manera always said, mama wasn't right when she said the first step's the hardest. It ain't. Step two and step three and step four. I'm Coach Michael Burt. Every week coming into your life to multiply life, money, business. I want to thank you for hanging in there. Sorry that I'm an hour late today. We had some things going on. I had to keep moving that ball down the field. Take your action, what's in that notepad, and go do it. I look forward to seeing you. I'm Coach Michael Burke. Come on back every week. Hey, guys. Coach Michael Burke, the super coach. And every now and then, I'm at my home office or in my main office, and I walk by something that I wrote a long time ago that was a big hit. And I still have people to this day say, my favorite book that you've ever written was This Ain't No Practice Life. You see, many years ago when I first started speaking, I was speaking at my college class and the professor, I called over and said, I would like to speak to your students because I got something valuable to say. And he said, sure, you got the mic, you got the room. I just need to know what the title of your message is. And I thought for a second and I said, this ain't no practice life. We only get one human life. I don't know what your agreement with the universe is. I don't know what your destiny is, but I do know this. You have an incredible amount of potential, which is just kinetic energy that is stored until utilized. I also know this, left to your own devices, you will contract and retreat. Without the help of a coach, another person who will have hard conversations with you, who will push you, who will challenge you, you'll never reach that God-given potential and destiny. Never, and I mean never, allow another person or outside entity to stand between you and your destiny. No excuse, no person, no friend, no family member, no past. Because you know why? This ain't no practice life. Everybody needs a good coach. When am I going to start coaching you? Go to CoachBird.com and sign up for Monster Producer or my online Monster Growth Academy. And let's get this party started.